This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, December 19th. You're listening to WNBF. Workers are busy constructing a new fire station next to a busy shopping center in Vestal. The building will be located just south of the Coles Department Store in the Parkway Plaza. The site is east of the PetSmart, Dick's Sporting Goods Warehouse Sale, and Target Stores. A former American Legion clubhouse that had been on the property for six decades was demolished in September to clear the way for the fire station project. The Vestal Fire District acquired the three-and-a-half-acre site in 2018 for $607,000. Last January, voters authorized the borrowing of $7.5 million to build a 15,000-square-foot station. Members of the New York State Police Troop C responded to at least 172 weather-related incidents since the snow began to fall last week. Troop C encompasses seven counties, Broome, Cortland, Shenango, Delaware, Otsego, Tioga, and Tompkins counties. Of those 172 weather-related incidents, 81 were for assisting a motorist or a disabled vehicle, which also includes vehicles going off the road that did not get damaged. 88 crashes with no injury and only damage to property, and three crashes with an injury. That is non-life-threatening. On December 17th at approximately 10.20 a.m., the state police responded to a report of a two-vehicle serious injury accident on County Route 11 in the town of Bath. Investigators say a northbound vehicle being operated by Brandy White, age 39, from Bath, New York, moved into the southbound lane, striking a vehicle head-on. Miss White was pronounced deceased at the scene. The operator of the southbound vehicle, Jordan Smith, age 30, from Knoxville, Pennsylvania, was taken to Robert Packer Hospital in critical condition and subsequently died Saturday night from his injuries. John Burns, 58, of Cortland, New York, was sentenced to serve nine years in federal prison for distributing, receiving, and possessing child pornography, announced United States Attorney Carla B. Friedman, Matthew Scarpino, special agent in charge, Homeland Security Investigations, Buffalo, New York Field Office, and New York State Police Acting Superintendent Stephen Negrelli. As part of his guilty plea, Burns admitted that he actively traded child pornography image and videos using a social media messaging application located on his electronic devices, and that on January 4, 2022, he distributed a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is between 8 and 10 years old. Burns further admitted on February 24th he received a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is apparently 6 years old. Finally, Burns admitted that on March 8th, he knowingly possessed a, over 2,000 image files and over 750 video files depicting child pornography on his cellular, cellular telephone, iPad, and two tablet computers. Chief United States District Judge Brenda K. Sands also imposed a 15-year term of supervised release, which will start after Burns is released from prison, and ordered him to pay $15,000 in restitution and a $600 special assessment. Burns will also be required to register as a sex offender. Rafael Rondon, 25, of Watertown, New York, pled guilty in federal court in Syracuse to possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun. As part of his guilty plea, Rondon admitted that on June 29, 2021, he possessed an unregistered sawed-off shotgun hidden at a relative's property in Lewis County, New York. The sawed-off shotgun was recovered after FBI agents, U.S. Capitol Police, and New York State Police executed a federal search warrant at Rondon's residence in Watertown, New York, on June 29, 2021, for evidence related to criminal activity at the United States Capitol building on January 6, 2021. 
During the search of the Rondone residence in Watertown, the cut barrel of a 12-gauge shotgun was discovered. While being questioned, Rondone admitted that he possessed a sawed-off shotgun and later took agents to a relative's property in nearby Lewis County, where the unregistered short-barreled 12-gauge firearm was recovered from an outbuilding. Sentencing for his conviction for possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun is scheduled for April 21st, 2023 in Syracuse, New York, at which time Rondone faces a a maximum sentence of up to 10 years in prison, a fine up to $250,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. Twitter users will no longer be able to link to certain rival social media websites, including what the company describes Sunday as prohibited platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Mastodon. It's the latest move by Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, to crack down on certain speech after he shut down a Twitter account last week that was tracking the flights of his private jet. The banned platforms include mainstream websites such as Facebook and Instagram and upstart rivals Mastodon, Tribal, Noster, Post, and former President Donald Trump's True Social. Twitter gave no explanation for why the blacklist included those seven websites, but not others such as Parler, TikTok, or LinkedIn. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is bracing for another influx of buses carrying thousands of migrants from the U.S. border with Mexico as a Trump-era health edict is set to expire. The rule, known as Title 42, allows federal officials to prevent asylum seekers from entering the country during public health emergencies. The Trump administration invoked the rule during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, but with the pandemic waning, the Biden administration is poised to let the rule expire. Adams says it could result in more than 1,000 additional asylum seekers arriving to his city every week. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Mall Studios, this is WMBF. This holiday, shop Toyota, Chevy, BMW, and pre-owned at GaltAuto.com. So how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing well. Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, uh, I just haven't been feeling like me lately. Okay. You know I'm here for you, right? And there's support, too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation at BeThereForVeterans.com. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Six twelve on WMBF on this Monday, December 19th. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. The New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 
3029 in Forest Lake Township and various roads in Lennox Township will have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 14 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Chance of snow 20%. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers before 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees. Chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 31. Tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 14. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 22 degrees. 613, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 616 on WMBF, time for a sports update. Tyler Bass hit a 25-yard field goal as time expired, and the Buffalo Bills clinched their fourth consecutive playoff berth on a snow-slick field in rallying to a 32-29 win over the Miami Dolphins. The Bills overcame a 29-21 deficit by scoring on their final two drives. Josh Allen tied the game with a five-yard pass to Dawson Knox, and the quarterback then leaped over the line for a two-point conversion to tie the game at 29, with 9.02 remaining. Buffalo has won five straight and improved to 11-3. and three. The Dolphins lost their third in a row and dropped to 8-6. and six. Zach Wilson's comeback story was going about as well as the New York Jets could have hoped. There were big-time throws, a pretty touchdown, and loud cheers from the MetLife Stadium crowd. Then came the second half and an unhappy ending. Wilson had a costly interception to open the third quarter, and the offense mostly stumbled after a promising start in a 20-17 loss to the Detroit Lions on Sunday. That dealt a huge blow to New York's playoff hopes. The Jets fell to 7-7 with their third straight loss that has their playoff chances teetering. Daniel Jones and the New York Giants ended their winless streak by beating the Washington Commanders 20-12. Jones was 21 of 32 passing to win in prime time for the first time in 10 chances in the NFL. Kayvon Thibodeau scored a touchdown on a fumble he forced and recovered after declaring earlier this week that prime time likes him. Giants forced a second fumble by Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. New York bolstered its playoff chances by improving to 8-5-1 and hurt Washington's postseason hopes two weeks after the teams played to a tie. Some Knicks news, Jalen Brunson scored 30 points, Julius Randle made six free throws in the final minute, and the New York Knicks beat the Indiana Indiana Pacers 109-106 on Sunday for their NBA best seventh consecutive victory. The 19th and final lead change came in the final minute when Randle made two foul shots with 45.6 seconds remaining for a 105-104 lead. After the team's exchanged turnovers, Randle hit four more free throws in the final two possessions. The Pacers missed a shot from just inside half court at the buzzer. Randall finished with 25 points and 14 rebounds. R.J. Barrett added 24 points. Buddy Heald and Aaron Naismith each had 23 points for Indiana. Knicks will be back in action tomorrow night at 7.30 when they host the Golden State Warriors. And for the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant scored a career-high 26 of his 43 points in the third quarter helping the Brooklyn Nets overcome a 17-point halftime deficit in a 124-121 victory over the Detroit Pistons on Sunday night. Kyrie Irving added 38 points in Brooklyn's seventh straight victory over Detroit. 
Bojan Bogdanovic led the Pistons with 26 points. Durant was 8 of 10 from the floor, going 3 of 3 on three-pointers and 7 of 7 from the free-throw line as he outscored the Pistons 26-25 to in the third quarter. Some baseball news. Pitcher Kodai Senga can opt out of his contract with the New York Mets after the 2025 season if he totals at least 400 innings in the next three seasons. Senga, who is to be introduced at a City Field News Conference today, gets a $5 million signing bonus as part of a $75 million five-year contract. He receives salaries of $14 million annually from 2023 to 2027 and can opt out of the deal after the 2025 season if he pitches a total of 400 innings from 2023 to 2025. And there's a $15 million conditional team option for 2028. And the ball, New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge hit for his American League record 60-second home run has sold for $1.5 million at auction. The price is the second highest paid for a baseball auction, according to Golden Executive Chairman and founder Ken Golden. He identified the buyer as a prominent Midwestern businessman and collector. Bidding on the ball opened on November 29th and ended Saturday. The minimum opening bid was set at $1 million. The home run ball was co-signed to Golden in November by Corey Eumanns. A poor decision by Corey Eumanns. Originally had an offer for $3 million for the ball now only getting $1.5 million at auction. Some World Cup news. Lionel Messi finally won the biggest prize in soccer. Argentina beat France 4-2 in a penalty shootout to claim a third World Cup title, despite Kylie and Mbappe scoring the first hat trick in a final in 56 years. Gonzalo Montiel scored the clinching penalty as Argentina won after a 3-3 draw. Messi's once-in-a-generation career is complete now that he is finally a World Cup champion. Messi is definitively in the pantheon of soccer's greatest ever players alongside Pele and Diego Maradona. Europe's run of four straight World Cup winners dating back to 2006 came to an end. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock averages posted their second straight week of losses on Friday. The Dow Jones losing 282 points to close back below 33,000. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. The S&P 500 gave up 1.1%. Oil prices rose overnight to benchmarks gaining ground after plunging more than $2 a barrel on Friday. Energy investors were spooked by recession fears and the prospect of more interest rate hikes. Today's price gains were led by China's easing of COVID restrictions and a U.S. decision to buy oil to refill its strategic petroleum reserve. With the cost of borrowing on the rise, there's renewed investor interest in mortgage products like temporary buy-downs, which offer homeowners lower monthly payments for a few years, with the rate gradually rising till it's in line with the market conditions at the time the loan was made. Buy-downs fell out of favor after the 2008 financial crisis, but now interested homebuyers have to qualify for the highest mortgage rate the loan will reach. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Who's f- Six twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know, most of the time when we talk about getting enough exercise. 
We're talking about aerobic activity, and that's okay. It's really important. And to be the healthiest you can be, according to CDC guidelines, you should get about 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity exercise every week. But what about strength training? Well, a new study out of the CDC's Division of Nutrition, Physical Activity, and Obesity found that people who did strength training at least two times per week, regardless of whether or not they got any aerobic exercise, live longer than people who didn't make time for that sort of strength training. Who lived the longest? Well, no surprise, it was the people who did strength training in addition to aerobic exercise. Now, importantly, this held true for people 85 and older, meaning it really is never too late to start something in pursuit of your good health. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. You hear the phrase a lot this time of year, happy holidays. But holidays are not always happy, particularly for guys grappling with a divorce that they didn't choose. These men need more than the help of a good lawyer. They need the hope and encouragement of a good friend. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's New York attorneys. 518-554-0000. Online at CordellCordell.com. 100 Great Oaks Boulevard, Suite 110, Albany, New York, 12203. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. Six twenty-seven on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township will have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 14 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers, mostly cloudy with a high near 33, chance of snow 20%. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers before 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 31. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 14. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 22 degrees. 629, you're listening to WMBF. I never... on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. 
Avatar The Way of Water opened this weekend with $134 million domestically. Not bad, but short of the minimum $150 million debut pundits were forecasting. Even so, it ties with the Batman for the fifth largest domestic opening this year. Let's get it done. At overseas revenues, and Avatar The Way of Water has earned $442 million in just one weekend. The 2009 original took only 19 days to earn a billion dollars globally. Truth is, I'm here to say goodbye. Cecily Strong's the latest cast member to leave Saturday Night Live. This weekend show was her last after 11 seasons. Strong's the ninth player to leave SNL this year, along with Kate McKinnon, Chris Redd, and Pete Davidson. Sharon Osbourne's back home after an unspecified health scare over the weekend that briefly hospitalized the 70-year-old Osbourne family matriarch. The true price of any item is... And actor Jake Gyllenhaal's 42 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, December 19th. You're listening to WNBF. Workers are busy constructing a new fire station next to a busy shopping center in Vestal. The building will be located just south of the Coles Department Store in the Parkway Plaza. The site is east of the PetSmart, Dick's Sporting Goods Warehouse Sale, and Target Stores. A former American Legion clubhouse that had been on the property for six decades was demolished in September to clear the way for the fire station project. The Vestal Fire District acquired the three-and-a-half-acre site in 2018 for $607,000. Last January, voters authorized the borrowing of $7.5 million to build a 15,000-square-foot station. Members of the New York State Police Troop C responded to at least 172 weather-related incidents since the snow began to fall last week. Troop C encompasses seven counties, Broome, Cortland, Shenango, Delaware, Otsego, Tioga, and Tompkins counties. Of those 172 weather-related incidents, 81 were for assisting a motorist or a disabled vehicle, which also includes vehicles going off the road that did not get damaged. 88 crashes with no injury and only damage to property, and three crashes with an injury that is non-life-threatening. On December 17th at approximately 10.20 a.m., the state police responded to a report of a two-vehicle serious injury accident on County Route 11 in the town of Bath. Investigators say a northbound vehicle being operated by Brandy White, age 39, from Bath, New York, moved into the southbound lane, striking a vehicle head-on. Ms. White was pronounced deceased at the scene. The operator of the southbound vehicle, Jordan Smith, age 30, from Knoxville, Pennsylvania, was taken to Robert Packer Hospital in critical condition and subsequently died Saturday night from his injuries. John Burns, 58, of Cortland, New York, was sentenced to serve nine years in federal prison for distributing, receiving, and possessing child pornography, announced United States Attorney Carla B. Friedman, Matthew Scarpino, special agent in charge, Homeland Security Investigations, Buffalo, New York Field Office, and New York State Police Acting Superintendent Stephen Negrelli. As part of his guilty plea, Burns admitted that he actively traded child pornography image and videos using a social media messaging application located on his electronic devices, and that on January 4, 2022, he distributed a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is between 8 and 10 years old. Burns further admitted on February 24th he received a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is apparently 6 years old. Finally, Burns admitted that on March 8th, he knowingly possessed over 2,000 image files and over 750 video files depicting child pornography on his cellular, cellular telephone, iPad, and two tablet computers. Chief United States District Judge Brenda K. Sands also imposed a 15-year term of supervised release, 
which will start after Burns is released from prison, and ordered him to pay $15,000 in restitution and a $600 special assessment. Burns will also be required to register as a sex offender. Rafael Rondon, 25, of Watertown, New York, pled guilty in federal court in Syracuse to possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun. As part of his guilty plea, Rondon admitted that on June 29, 2021, he possessed an unregistered sawed-off shotgun hidden at a relative's property in Lewis County, New York. The sawed-off shotgun was recovered after FBI agents, U.S. Capitol Police, and New York State Police executed a federal search warrant at Rondon's residence in Watertown, New York, on June 29, 2021, for evidence related to criminal activity at the United States Capitol building on January 6, 2021. During the search of the Rondon residence in Watertown, the cut barrel of a 12-gauge shotgun was discovered. While being questioned, Rondon admitted that he possessed a sawed-off shotgun and later took agents to a relative's property in nearby Lewis County, where the unregistered short-barreled 12-gauge firearm was recovered from an outbuilding. Sentencing for his conviction for possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun is scheduled for April 21, 2023 in Syracuse, New York, at which time Rondon faces a a maximum sentence of up to 10 years in prison, a fine up to $250,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. Twitter users will no longer be able to link to certain rival social media websites, including what the company describes Sunday as prohibited platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Mastodon. It's the latest move by Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, to crack down on certain speech after he shut down a Twitter account last week that was tracking the flights of his private jet. The banned platforms include mainstream websites such as Facebook and Instagram and upstart rivals Mastodon, Tribal, Noster, Post, and former President Donald Trump's Truth Social. Twitter gave no explanation for why the blacklist included those seven websites, but not others such as Parler, TikTok, or LinkedIn. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is bracing for another influx of buses carrying thousands of migrants from the U.S. border with Mexico as a Trump-era health edict is set to expire. The rule, known as Title 42, allows federal officials to prevent asylum seekers from entering the country during public health emergencies. The Trump administration invoked the rule during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, but with the pandemic waning, the Biden administration is poised to let the rule expire. Adams says it could result in more than 1,000 additional asylum seekers arriving to his city every week. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Individual. Six thirty nine on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Hoping everyone got through the winter weather this weekend okay. I was disappointed to find out that the parking lot behind my apartment complex is not actually plowed all that regularly. Certainly was not plowed when I had to come in at five o'clock in the morning on Friday and to slip and slide out of the parking lot. Which is dangerous because the the exits, the entrance and exits are kind of narrow to the parking lot. Got me sweating a little bit even without snow on the ground. It took me like a full minute just to exit the parking lot on my way into work on Friday. I would say in the end, snow really wasn't that bad on Friday. A little bit of rain Friday morning to kind of melt it away. 
But for the most part, I expected to have a much more difficult time, and I expect that I will have a much more difficult time when we get maybe a little bit of heavier snow at some point. I know that's easy to be expected from the Binghamton winter. At some point, we'll get more snow than we got last week. That's just a guarantee around here. And the snow might last until March, April. Who knows? Who knows how long the snow will last? But at the very least, I was able to get out of the parking lot, which is good. Slightly worried that I won't be able to get out of the parking lot last time. Have you heard in the newscast, there were 172 winter-related accidents during that snowstorm that state police had to respond to. 172. Dangerous roads. And you'd think Binghamton would have the whole snow thing on lockdown. You'd think everybody was just a professional in the snow. Not like down in Georgia or Florida. They get a little dusting and the whole entire state just shuts down and nowhere to go. Didn't even get half an inch, but it's Florida and Georgia. We're not prepared for this. We don't know what to do. We don't have snow plows. So they just shut down the whole state. No, no, no. Not in Binghamton. We live like this. Year in, year out, we live like this. We should know how to drive in the snow by now. Or we should at least know how to plan ahead so that we don't actually have to go out in the snow. But if it's not possible, we should know how to drive in the snow. I got a little bit of that on Long Island. I'm comfortable driving in the snow. I know there's going to be a lot more snow up here. But at least, you know, if I, if I was coming from Georgia or Florida or Texas, someplace down south that really doesn't get a lot of snow. Well, Friday would have been a disaster for me. I'd have no idea what to do. Look out at the parking lot. Think, do I have to shovel my way all the way out of this exit? Do I have to be here for an hour shoveling just to get to work? Hmm. I don't think I'd do that. I think I might call in sick. I think I might call in sick if that happened. 642, you're listening to WMBF. Steal up. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Six forty-five on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I eighty-one bridge until the end of the month from eight a.m. to five p.m. daily. The New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 14 degrees. Today, a slight chance of snow showers, mostly cloudy with a high near 33, chance of snow 20%. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers before 4 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 31. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 14. 
And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 22 degrees. 646, you're listening to WMBF. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt-Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up, and there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out all the way, every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. Make I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart. For 50. Students, when I call the reason for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Six forty nine on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Welcome to Celebrity Lawsuits. When celebrities are hired to personally endorse a product, they have both a legal and moral obligation to investigate the product and its backers. They must be certain that fans are not placed in jeopardy by following their advice. With the implosion of Sam Bakefield Pride and his FTX, these celebs are in for some embarrassing, expensive, and messy lawsuits. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. Let's see. There's Jimmy Fallon, Madonna, Larry David, Tom Brady and his now ex-wife Giselle, Gwyneth Paltrow, Shaquille O'Neal, Kim Kardashian, Jake Paul are just a few of the A-listers the lawsuits claim cheated the game. They violated federal law by not telling their fans that they were taking money from these now obviously crooked cryptocurrency exchanges. We can only hope that these folks and all social media influencers learn a lesson from these lawsuits. Try my daily podcast called Kim Commando Today. Dell Technologies Days of Deals for Business start now with fresh limited quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL, 877-ASK-DELL. At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. For a limited time, get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for 25 bucks a line. It's like expecting one Caroline. Deck the hallway. And getting a choir. Switch and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for 25 bucks a line. With 24-monthly bill credits and auto pay plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. You can service before 24 credits. Credit stop and balance and required finance agreement for all devices is due. See T-Mobile.com for details. Well, 
I finally did it. I opened a 401k. What? Why? Just wait for the inheritance. We've definitely got a rich uncle somewhere. We're one call away from the winner's circle at the Derby, dinners with multiple forks, a vacation home in the country, using summer as a verb. You don't actually think that, do you? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. We've got a lot of food in this country. We've got so much food that we can't eat it all. So how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids who need it. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tyler Bass hit a 25-yard field goal as time expired, and the Buffalo Bills clinched their fourth consecutive playoff berth on a snow-slick field in rallying to a 32-29 win over the Miami Dolphins. The Bills overcame a 29-21 deficit by scoring on their final two drives. Josh Allen tied the game with a five-yard pass to Dawson Knox, And the quarterback then leaped over the line for a two-point conversion to tie the game at 29 with 9.02 remaining. Buffalo has won five straight and improved to 11-3. The Dolphins lost their third in a row and dropped to 8-6. Zach Wilson's comeback story was going about as well as the New York Jets could have hoped. There were big-time throws, a pretty touchdown, and loud cheers from MetLife Stadium crowds. Then came the second half and an unhappy ending. Wilson had a costly interception to open the third quarter, and the offense mostly stumbled after a promising start in a 20-17 loss to the Detroit Lions on Sunday that dealt a huge blow to New York's playoff hopes. The Jets fell to 7-7 with their third straight loss that has their playoff chances teetering. Daniel Jones and the New York Giants ended their winless streak by beating the Washington Commanders 20-12. Jones was 21 of 32 passing to win in prime time for the first time in 10 chances in the NFL. Kayvon Thibodeau scored a touchdown on a fumble he forced and recovered after declaring earlier this week that prime time likes him. The Giants forced a second fumble by Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. New York bolstered its playoff chances by improving to 8-5-1 and and hurt Washington's postseason hopes two weeks after the teams played to a tie. For the Knicks, Jalen Brunson scored 30 points, Julius Randle made six free throws in the final minute, and the New York Knicks beat the Indiana Pacers 109-106 on Sunday for their NBA best seventh consecutive victory. The 19th and final lead change came in the final minute when Randle made two foul shots with 45.6 seconds remaining for a 105-104 lead. After the team exchanged turnovers, Randle hit four more free throws in the final two possessions. The Pacers missed a shot from just inside half-court at the buzzer. Randall finished with 25 points and 14 rebounds. R.J. Barrett added 24 points. Buddy Heald and Aaron Neesmith each had 23 points for Indiana. Knicks will be back in action tomorrow night at 7.30 when they host the Golden State Warriors. For the Nets, Kevin Durant scored a career-high 26 of his 43 points in the third quarter. 
helping the Brooklyn Nets overcome a 17-point halftime deficit in a 124-121 victory over the Detroit Pistons on Sunday night. Kyrie Irving added 38 points in Brooklyn's seventh straight victory over Detroit. Bojan Bogdanovic led the Pistons with 26 points. Durant was 8 of 10 from the floor, going 3 of 3 on three-pointers, and 7 of 7 from the free-throw line as he outscored the Pistons 26 to 25 in the third. Some baseball news. Pitcher Kodai Senga can opt out of his contract with the New York Mets after the 2025 season if he totals at least 400 innings in the next three seasons. Senga, who is who is to be introduced at a City Field news conference today, gets a $5 million signing bonus as part of a $75 million five-year contract. He receives a salary salaries of $14 million annually from 2023 to 2027 and can opt out of the deal after the 2025 season if he pitches a total of 400 innings from 2023 to 2025. There is a $15 million conditional team option for 2028. And the ball, New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge hit for his American League record 60-second home run has sold for $1.5 million at auction. The price is the second highest paid for a baseball auction, according to Golden Executive Chairman and founder Ken Golden. He identified the buyer as a prominent Midwestern businessman and collector. Bidding on the ball opened on November 29th and ended Saturday. The minimum opening bid was set at $1 million. The home run ball was consigned to Golden in November by Corey Eumanns. Now, rumors that Eumanns had a $3 million offer from somewhere else for the ball ends up only getting $1.5 million. And World Cup news. Lionel Messi finally won the biggest prize in soccer. Argentina beat France 4-2 in a penalty shootout to claim a third World Cup title, despite Kylie and Mbappe scoring the first hat trick in a final in 56 years. Gonzalo Montiel scored the clinching penalty as Argentina won after a 3-3 draw. Messi's once-in-a-generation career is complete now that he is finally a World Cup champion. 6.59. You're listening to WMBF. Have you? This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We've got two hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program. Coming up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, December 19th. You're listening to WNBF. Workers are busy constructing a new fire station next to a busy shopping center in Vestal. The building will be located just south of the Coles Department Store in the Parkway Plaza. The site is east of the PetSmart, Dick's Sporting Goods Warehouse Sale, and Target Stores. A former American Legion clubhouse that had been on the property for six decades was demolished in September to clear the way for the fire station project. The Vestal Fire District acquired the three-and-a-half-acre site in 2018 for $607,000. Last January, voters authorized the borrowing of $7.5 million to build a 15,000-square-foot station. Members of the New York State Police Troop C responded to at least 172 weather-related incidents since the snow began to fall last week. Troop C encompasses seven counties, Broome, Cortland, Shenango, Delaware, Otsego, Tioga, and Tompkins counties. 
Of those 172 weather-related incidents, 81 were for assisting a motorist or a disabled vehicle, which also includes vehicles going off the road that did not get damaged. 88 crashes with no injury and only damage to property, and three crashes with an injury that is non-life-threatening. On December 17th at approximately 10.20 a.m., the state police responded to a report of a two-vehicle serious injury accident on County Route 11 in the town of Bath. Investigators say a northbound vehicle being operated by Brandy White, age 39, from Bath, New York, moved into the southbound lane, striking a vehicle head-on. Miss White was pronounced deceased at the scene. The operator of the southbound vehicle, Jordan Smith, age 30, from Knoxville, Pennsylvania, was taken to Robert Packer Hospital in critical condition and subsequently died Saturday night from his injuries. John Burns, 58, of Cortland, New York, was sentenced to serve nine years in federal prison for distributing, receiving, and possessing child pornography, announced United States Attorney Carla B. Friedman, Matthew Scarpino, special agent in charge, Homeland Security Investigations, Buffalo, New York Field Office, and New York State Police Acting Superintendent Stephen Negrelli. As part of his guilty plea, Burns admitted that he actively traded child pornography image and videos using a social media messaging application located on his electronic devices, and that on January 4, 2022, he distributed a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is between 8 and 10 years old. Burns further admitted on February 24th he received a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is apparently 6 years old. Finally, Burns admitted that on March 8th, he knowingly possessed over 2,000 image files and over 750 video files depicting child pornography on his cellular, cellular telephone, iPad, and two tablet computers. Chief United States District Judge Brenda K. Sands also imposed a 15-year term of supervised release, which will start after Burns' release from prison, and ordered him to pay $15,000 in restitution and a $600 special assessment. Burns will also be required to register as a sex offender. Rafael Rondon, 25, of Watertown, New York, pled guilty in federal court in Syracuse to possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun. As part of his guilty plea, Rondon admitted that on June 29, 2021, he possessed an unregistered sawed-off shotgun hidden at a relative's property in Lewis County, New York. The sawed-off shotgun was recovered after FBI agents, U.S. Capitol Police, and New York State Police executed a federal search warrant at Rondon's residence in Watertown, New York, on June 29, 2021, for evidence related to criminal activity at the United States Capitol building on January 6, 2021. During the search of the Rondon residence in Watertown, the cut barrel of a 12-gauge shotgun was discovered. While being questioned, Rondon admitted that he possessed a saw. is scheduled for April 21st, 2023 in Syracuse, New York, at which time Rondon faces a a maximum sentence of up to 10 years in prison, a fine up to $250,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. Twitter users will no longer be able to link to certain rival social media websites, including what the company describes Sunday as prohibited platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Mastodon. It's the latest move by Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, to crack down on certain speech after he shut down a Twitter account last week that was tracking the flights of his private jet. The banned platforms include mainstream websites such as Facebook and Instagram and upstart rivals Mastodon, Tribal, Noster, Post, and former President Donald Trump's True Social. 
Twitter gave no explanation for why the blacklist included those seven websites, but not others, such as Parler, TikTok, or LinkedIn. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is bracing for another influx of buses carrying thousands of migrants from the U.S. border with Mexico as a Trump-era health edict is set to expire. The rule, known as Title 42, allows federal officials to prevent asylum seekers from entering the country during public health emergencies. The Trump administration invoked the rule during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, but with the pandemic waning, the Biden administration is poised to let the rule expire. Adams says it could result in more than 1,000 additional asylum seekers arriving to his city every week. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Do you? Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 712 on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees outside, overcast. Windchill has it at 14 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers, mostly cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers before 4 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 31. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 14. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 22 degrees. 713, you're listening to WMBF. Riverwalk. Seven sixteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tyler Bass hit a 25-yard field goal as time expired, and the Buffalo Bills clinched their fourth consecutive playoff berth on a snow-slick field 
in rallying to a 32-29 win over the Miami Dolphins. The Bills overcame a 29-21 deficit by scoring on their final two drives. Josh Allen tied the game with a five-yard pass to Dawson Knox, and the quarterback then leaped over the line for a two-point conversion to tie the game at 29 with 9.02 remaining. Buffalo has won five straight and improved to 11-3. The Dolphins lost their third in a row and dropped to 8-6. Zach Wilson's comeback story was going about as well as the New York Jets could have hoped. There were big-time throws and a pretty touchdown and loud cheers from the MetLife Stadium crowd. Then came the second half and an unhappy ending. Wilson had a costly interception to open the third quarter, and the offense mostly stumbled after a promising start in a 20-17 loss to the Detroit Lions on Sunday that dealt a huge blow to New York's playoff hopes. The Jets fell to 7-7 with their third straight loss that has their playoff chances teetering. Daniel Jones and the New York Giants ended their winless streak by beating the Washington Commanders 20-12. Jones was 21-32 of passing to win in primetime for the first time in 10 chances in the NFL. Kayvon Thibodeau scored a touchdown on a fumble he forced and recovered after declaring earlier this week that primetime likes him. The Giants forced a second fumble by Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. New York bolstered its playoff chances by improving to 8-5-1 and hurt Washington's postseason hopes two weeks after the teams played to a tie. Knicks in action last night. Jalen Brunson scored 30 points. Julius Randle made six free throws in the final minute. And the New York Knicks beat the Indiana Pacers 109-106 on Sunday for their NBA best seventh consecutive victory. The 19th and final lead change came in the final minute when Randle made two foul shots with 45.6 seconds remaining for a 105-104 lead. After the teams exchanged turnovers, Randall hit four more free throws in the final two possessions. The Pacers missed a shot from just inside half court at the buzzer. Randall finished with 25 points and 14 rebounds. R.J. Barrett added 24 points. Buddy Heald and Aaron Neesmith each had 23 points for Indiana. Knicks will be back in action tomorrow night at 7.30 when they host the Golden State Warriors. The Nets in action as well. Kevin Durant scored a career-high 26 of his 43 points in the third quarter, helping the Brooklyn Nets overcome a 17-point halftime deficit in a 124-121 victory over the Detroit Pistons on Sunday night. Kyrie Irving added 38 points in Brooklyn's seventh straight victory over Detroit. Bojan Bogdanovic led the Pistons with 26 points. Durant was 8 of 10 from the floor, going 3 of 3 on three-pointers and 7 of 7 from the free-throw line as he outscored the Pistons 26 to 25 in the third period. Some baseball news. Pitcher Kodai Senga can opt out of his contract with the New York Mets after the 2025 season if he totals at least 400 innings in the next three seasons. Senga, who is to be introduced at a City Field news conference today, gets a $5 million signing bonus as part of a $75 million five-year contract. He receives salaries of $14 million annually from 2023 to 2027 and can opt out of the deal after the 2025 season if he pitches a total of 400 innings from 2023 to 2025. There's a $15 million conditional team option for 2028. And the ball New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge hit for his American League record 60-second home run has sold for $1.5 million at auction. The price is the second highest paid for a baseball auction, according to Golden Executive Chairman and Founder Ken Golden. 
He identified the buyer as a prominent Midwestern businessman and collector. Bidding on the ball opened on November 29th and ended Saturday. The minimum opening bid was set at $1 million. The home run ball was consigned to Golden in November by Corey Eumanns, the guy who caught the ball. Had an offer for $3 million for the ball, turned that down, went to auction, now only getting $1.5 million. And Lionel Messi finally won the biggest prize in soccer. Argentina beat France 4-2 in a penalty shootout to claim a third World Cup title, despite Kylian Mbappe scoring the first hat-trick in a final in 56 years. Gonzalo Montiel scored the clinching penalty as Argentina won after a 3-3 draw. Messi's once-in-a-generation career is complete now that he's finally a world champion. Messi is definitively in the pantheon of soccer's greatest-ever players alongside Pele and Diego Maradona. Europe's run of four straight World Cup winners dating back to 2006 came to an end. 7.21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock averages posted their second straight week of losses on Friday. The Dow Jones losing 282 points to close back below 33,000. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. The S&P 500 gave up 1.1%. Oil prices rose overnight to benchmarks gaining ground after plunging more than $2 a barrel on Friday. Energy investors were spooked by recession fears and the prospect of more interest rate hikes. Today's price gains were led by China's easing of COVID restrictions and a U.S. decision to buy oil to refill its strategic petroleum reserve. With the cost of borrowing on the rise, there's renewed investor interest in mortgage products like temporary buy-downs, which offer homeowners lower monthly payments for a few years, with the rate gradually rising till it's in line with the market conditions at the time the loan was made. Buy-downs fell out of favor after the 2008 financial crisis, but now interested homebuyers have to qualify for the highest mortgage rate the loan will reach. Jim Ryan, ABC News. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org slash caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.24 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Here are your political insights from ABC News. The January 6th committee holds its final public hearing today. Sources tell ABC News the panel will recommend criminal charges against the last president, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and obstruction of an official proceeding. Committee member Adam Schiff. This is someone who uh, tried to interfere with a joint session, uh, even inciting a mob to attack the Capitol. Um, If that's not criminal, then... uh, then I don't know what it is. Schiff on State of the Union on CNN. The Justice Department is under no obligation to act on the committee's expected referral. It's already running its own criminal probe. For months, the committee has been making its case, conducting more than a 1,000 interviews and depositions, receiving more than 140,000 documents. Several of Trump's closest advisors, most senior staff, and even his family cooperating. ABC's Mary Alice Parks. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu. ABC News. When I grow up, 
I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be warm on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. I never. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.27 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge. Until the end of the month, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, the New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, and various roads in Lenox Township will have lane restrictions for road work like slide repair and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 14 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Chance of snow 20%. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers before 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees. Chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 31. Tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 14. And on Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 22 degrees. 729, you're listening to WMBF. The ba- As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more, so I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. 7.30 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Avatar The Way of Water opened this weekend with $134 million domestically. Not bad, but short of the minimum $150 million debut pundits were forecasting. Even so, it ties with the Batman for the fifth largest domestic opening this year. Let's get it done. At overseas revenues, and Avatar The Way of Water has earned $442 million in just one weekend. The 2009 original took only 19 days to earn a billion dollars globally. Truth is, I'm here to say goodbye. Cecily Strong's the latest cast member to leave Saturday Night Live. This weekend show was her last after 11 seasons. Strong's the ninth player to leave SNL this year, along with Kate McKinnon, Chris Redd, and Pete Davidson. 
Sharon Osborne's back home after an unspecified health scare over the weekend that briefly hospitalized the 70-year-old Osborne family matriarch. The true price of any item is what's... And actor Jake Gyllenhaal's 42 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold, clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold, clean up the mold in your house. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Who's first? Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, December 19th. You're listening to WNBF. Workers are busy constructing a new fire station next to a busy shopping center in Vestal. The building will be located just south of the Coles Department Store in the Parkway Plaza. The site is east of the PetSmart, Dick's Sporting Goods Warehouse Sale, and Target Stores. A former American Legion clubhouse that had been on the property for six decades was demolished in September to clear the way for the fire station project. The Vestal Fire District acquired the three-and-a-half-acre site in 2018 for $607,000. Last January, voters authorized the borrowing of $7.5 million to build a 15,000-square-foot station. Members of the New York State Police Troop C responded to at least 172 weather-related incidents since the snow began to fall last week. Troop C encompasses seven counties, Broome, Cortland, Shenango, Delaware, Otsego, Tioga, and Tompkins counties. Of those 172 weather-related incidents, 81 were for assisting a motorist or a disabled vehicle, which also includes vehicles going off the road that did not get damaged. 88 crashes with no injury and only damage to property, and three crashes with an injury that is non-life-threatening. On December 17th at approximately 10.20 a.m., the state police responded to a report of a two-vehicle serious injury accident on County Route 11 in the town of Bath. Investigators say a northbound vehicle being operated by Brandy White, age 39, from Bath, New York, moved into the southbound lane, striking a vehicle head-on. Ms. White was pronounced deceased at the scene. The operator of the southbound vehicle, Jordan Smith, age 30, from Knoxville, Pennsylvania, was taken to Robert Packer Hospital in critical condition and subsequently died Saturday night from his injuries. John Burns, 58, of Cortland, New York, was sentenced to serve nine years in federal prison for distributing, receiving, and possessing child pornography, announced United States Attorney Carla B. Friedman, Matthew Scarpino, special agent in charge, Homeland Security Investigations, Buffalo, New York Field Office, and New York State Police Acting Superintendent Stephen Negrelli. As part of his guilty plea, Burns admitted that he actively traded child pornography image and videos using a social media messaging application located on his electronic devices, and that on January 4, 2022, he distributed a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is between 8 and 10 years old. Burns further admitted on February 24th he received a video file depicting sexual conduct with a child who is apparently 6 years old. Finally, Burns admitted that on March 8th, he knowingly possessed over 2,000 image files and over 750 video files depicting child pornography on his cellular cellular telephone, iPad, and two tablet computers. Chief United States District Judge Brenda K. Sands also imposed a 15-year term of supervised release, which will start after Burns is released from prison, and ordered him to pay $15,000 in restitution and a $600 special assessment, Burns will also be required to register as a sex offender. 
Rafael Rondon, 25, of Watertown, New York, pled guilty in federal court in Syracuse to possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun. As part of his guilty plea, Rondon admitted that on June 29, 2021, he possessed an unregistered sawed-off shotgun hidden at a relative's property in Lewis County, New York. The sawed-off shotgun was recovered after FBI agents, U.S. Capitol Police, and New York State Police executed a federal search warrant at Rondon's residence in Watertown, New York, on June 29, 2021, for evidence related to criminal activity at the United States Capitol building on January 6, 2021. During the search of the Rondon residence in Watertown, the cut barrel of a 12-gauge shotgun was discovered. While being questioned, Rondon admitted that he possessed a sawed-off shotgun and later took agents to a relative's property in nearby Lewis County, where the unregistered short-barreled 12-gauge firearm was recovered from an outbuilding. Sentencing for his conviction for possession of an unregistered sawed-off shotgun is scheduled for April 21st, 2023, in Syracuse, New York, at which time Rondon faces a a maximum sentence of up to 10 years in prison, a fine up to $250,000, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. Twitter users will no longer be able to link to certain rival social media websites, including what the company describes Sunday as prohibited platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Mastodon. It's the latest move by Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, to crack down on certain speech after he shut down a Twitter account last week that was tracking the flights of his private jet. The banned platforms include mainstream websites such as Facebook and Instagram and upstart rivals Mastodon, Tribal, Noster, Post, and former President Donald Trump's True Social. Twitter gave no explanation for why the blacklist included those seven websites, but not others such as Parler, TikTok, or LinkedIn. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is bracing for another influx of buses carrying thousands of migrants from the U.S. border with Mexico as a Trump-era health edict is set to expire. The rule, known as Title 42, allows federal officials to prevent asylum seekers from entering the country during public health emergencies. The Trump administration invoked the rule during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, but with the pandemic waning, the Biden administration is poised to let the rule expire. Adams says it could result in more than 1,000 additional asylum seekers arriving to his city every week. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Today might be the day I drop out of school, but you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I never write. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 741 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. A lot of things going on with WMBF in the Binghamton area right now. 
course, light up the southern tier now closed. It ended on Friday, December 16th. So a big thank you to everyone who submitted their photos for light up the southern tier of their holiday displays. I'm still looking forward to driving around the neighborhood, seeing some other holiday displays at some point before Christmas. Binghamton on tap, Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. To get tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. It sounds like a really cool event. All these craft beers in one place. You can go around and try them all. Figure out which ones are your favorites. And then start going to those places more often. And we've teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop. And all for under $170. I can use that six buckets of balls. I'm going to use a golf coach. It's an ugly sight to see me playing golf. It doesn't look good. None of it. I generally consider myself a fairly athletic person, but there is nothing athletic about the way I swing a golf club. It is the most disjointed, ugly thing that you've ever seen in your entire life, and it doesn't even result in the ball going straight. The ball always goes about 300 feet to the right. That's why when I go to the driving range, I always pick the stall that's the furthest to the right, so I have the least chance of hitting somebody else. I don't think there's anything more embarrassing than being at a driving range where everyone is lined up horizontally and still being so bad that your ball goes into the next stall and hits the person next to you. It's dangerous. It's dangerous to have me out on the driving range. That's why I need that six buckets of balls. I need to practice. I need to get better. 743, you're listening to WMBF. We're your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll, we say, we want you to be okay. Enroll, we say, take care, people, for goodness sake. Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.46 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Shenango Street under the I-81 bridge until the end of the month from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. The New York State Department of Transportation is flagging alternate one-way traffic and opening both lanes of Shenango Street in the evening. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 1005 in Thompson Township, 1018 in Franklin Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 3029 in Forest Lake Township, And various roads in Lenox Township will have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and slide repair. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Right now about 24 degrees outside, overcast outside. The wind chill has it at 14 degrees. Today a slight chance of snow showers, mostly cloudy, with a high near 33, and chance of snow 20%. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers before 4 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a low near 21 degrees, and chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow mostly cloudy, with a high near 31. Tomorrow night partly cloudy, a low near 14. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 35. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 22 degrees. 747, you're listening to WMBF. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. So how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're doing well. Well, Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, um... I just haven't been feeling like me lately. Okay. You know I'm here for you, right? And there's support, too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation at BeThereForVeterans.com. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. WMBF. 7.50 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, Twitter is banning links to its competitors in the company's latest rules change. On Sunday, Twitter announced that any users who share links to other social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Mastodon, will see their tweets deleted or their accounts banned. Look, I mean, this is just another black eye moment for Musk. Wedbush Securities tech analyst Dan Ives says the new policy is hard to square with owner Elon Musk's efforts to promote free speech on Twitter. I think Twitter... You know, day by day continues to be head scratching in terms of a lot of the policy changes. And this is just another one. And ultimately, advertisers continue to flee. That's more red ink for Twitter. And that puts additional pressure on Musk's other companies, says Ives. He's essentially using Tesla as his own ATM machine to ultimately fund the losses of Twitter. The new policy comes after a report in Samaphore, which found Twitter is looking for more investors at $54.20 per share. With Tech Trends, I'm Dave Packer, ABC News. 
If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Something. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 7.54 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tyler Bass hit a 25-yard field goal as time expired, and the Buffalo Bills clinched their fourth consecutive playoff berth on a snow-slick field in rallying to a 32-29 win over the Miami Dolphins. The Bills overcame a 29-21 deficit by scoring on their final two drives. Josh Allen tied the game with a five-yard pass to Dawson Knox, and the quarterback then leaped over the line for a two-point conversion to tie the game at 29 with 9.02 remaining. Buffalo has won five straight and improved to 11-3. The Dolphins lost their third in a row and dropped to 8-6. Zach Wilson's comeback story was going about as well as the New York Jets could have hoped for. There were big-time throws and a pretty touchdown and loud cheers from the MetLife Stadium crowd. Then came the second half and an unhappy ending. Wilson had a costly interception to open the third quarter, and the offense mostly stumbled after a promising start in a 20-17 loss to the Detroit Lions on Sunday. That dealt a huge blow to New York's playoff hopes. The Jets fell to 7-7 with their third straight loss that has their playoff chances teetering. Daniel Jones and the New York Giants ended their winless streak by beating the Washington Commanders 20-12. Jones was 21 of 32 passing to win in prime time for the first time in 10 chances in the NFL. Kayvon Thibodeau scored a touchdown on a fumble he forced and recovered after declaring earlier this week that primetime likes him. The Giants forced a second fumble by Commanders quarterback Tyler Heineke with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. New York bolstered its playoff chances by improving to 8-5-1 and and hurt Washington's postseason hopes two weeks after the teams played to a tie. Some Knicks news. Jalen Brunson scored 30 points. Julius Randle made six free throws in the final minute. And the New York Knicks beat the Indiana Pacers 109-106 on Sunday for their NBA best seventh consecutive victory. The 19th and final lead change came in the final minute when Randall made two foul shots with 45.6 seconds remaining for a 105-104 lead. After the teams exchanged turnovers, Randall hit four more free throws in the final two possessions. The Pacers missed a shot from just inside half court at the buzzer. Randall finished with 25 points and 14 rebounds. R.J. Barrett added 24 points. Buddy Heald and Aaron Neesmith each had 23 points for Indiana. The Knicks will be back in action tomorrow night at 7.30 when they host the Golden State Warriors. For the Nets, Kevin Durant scored a career-high 26 of his 43 points in the third quarter, helping the Brooklyn Nets overcome a 17-point halftime deficit in a 124-121 victory over the Detroit Pistons on Sunday night. Kyrie Irving added 38 points in Brooklyn's seventh straight victory over Detroit. Bojan Bogdanovic led the Pistons with 26 points. Durant was 8 of 10 from the floor, going 3 of 3 on three-pointers and 7 of 7 from the free-throw line as he outscored the Pistons 26-25 in the third. 
Some baseball news. Pitcher Kodai Senga can opt out of his contract with the New York Mets after the 2025 season if he totals at least 400 innings in the next three seasons. Senga, who is to be introduced at a City Field News Conference on Monday, gets a $5 million signing bonus as part of a $75 million five-year contract. He receives salaries of $14 million annually from 2023 to 2027 and can opt out of the deal after the 2025 season if he pitches a total of 400 innings from 2023 to 2025. There is a $15 million conditional team option for 2028. And the ball New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge hit for his American League record 60-second home run has sold for $1.5 million at auction. The price is the second highest paid for a baseball auction, according to Golden Executive Chairman and Founder Ken Golden. He identified the buyer as a prominent Midwestern businessman and collector. Bidding on the ball opened on November 29th and ended Saturday. The minimum opening bid was set at $1 million. The home run ball was co-signed to Golden in November by Corey Eumanns, the guy who caught the ball. Also had a $3 million offer for the ball, now only getting $1.5 from auction. And World Cup news... Lionel Messi finally won the biggest prize in soccer. Argentina beat France 4-2 in a penalty shootout to claim a third World Cup title, despite Kylian Mbappe scoring the first hat-trick in a final in 56 years. Gonzalo Montiel scored the clinching penalty as Argentina won after a 3-3 draw. Messi's once-in-a-generation career is complete now that he finally is a World Cup champion, and he's definitively in the pantheon of soccer's greatest-ever players. Alongside Pele and Diego Maradona, Europe's run of four straight World Cup winners dating back to 2006 came to an end. 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now. Coming up next, ABC News.